0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone. You stupid fucking mouth! Take a stand. B-b- bitches, <laughs> leave. Enough!
1: I Bitches, leave. Enough!
0: Take a stand together
2: hey team welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies the movies my, my name scott sweeney here in the chill zone with ryan Ankner. how are you pal
1: i am well what's happening hoops well we
2: have a dire emergency that we need to address <laughs> right up oh, top yeah it's netflix's 2023 oh, no. slate of original content
1: do you want to watch it do you want to watch the slate
2: i do they released a little teaser uh showcasing their 2023 and it's one of the most fucked up things i've ever seen and i can't wait to watch For whatever reason it won't let me unmute it I can't wait to watch 11 minutes of all of these okay Is that loud enough? We got Gal Gadot on a motorcycle and some sort of, is this like Red Notice 2? Kevin Hart, who's made any number of turkeys for these people, including the Mark Wahlberg one we covered a few weeks ago. Is that Jamin Hansu? It is. I'm- Glad you noticed. Chris Hemsworth's
1: uh, at it again. So you Extraction two.
2: Time this. Where is our waiter? There's two real movies amidst all these turkeys. This one with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill looks interesting, just because Eddie Murphy doesn't really make movies anymore. Some sort of Ashton Kutcher rom-com. I wasn't aware that Luther was a Netflix property. Yeah, they scooped that up. Uh, Murder mystery is getting a sequel. The Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie that no one
1: on Earth besides us saw. Extraction does not need a sequel.
2: It does not. You are right. A-Clone, Tyrone. Jamie Foxx looks kind of fun in that. Gal Gadot, one of the greatest actors the world's ever seen. Jamie
1: Foxx has a 14-picture deal with Netflix, too.
2: He does. That one, Day Shift, where he's like killing zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I liked Day Shift. What yeah, do you think was, about that? I did, too. It was fun. Pain, Hustlers. I know. That's a bad title, but Emily Blunt's a good actor. Is that Chris Evans? It is. Friend At least of the he's show. doing... Wait, the Killer wait. looks great.
2: Yeah. That's the other... Might be a real movie. That's David Fincher's new movie with Michael Fassbender as a murderer. Sick. Is
1: that Joey King with Zac Efron activated?
2: Yes. Zac Efron smooching Nicole Kidman. That's Adam Sandler as the voice of an iguana in some shoddily...
1: This looks good. Leave the world behind.
2: I love disaster stuff. Oh, and Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. (laughs) Zack Snyder described this as his Star Wars. Okay. I just saw Charlie Hunnam shooting a laser gun, looking kind of Sons of
1: Anarchy-ish. I'm kind of in on all of these movies. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) What do you think? Fuck. Fuck exactly what i was afraid of every single
2: one <laughs> i mean folks it's going to be a big year i hope you're buckled up and ready to listen to us complain about all of those movies at length I think, all year i think
1: they're going to be good
2: what do you think is going to be good about them i might <laughs> ask
1: i want to see the the david fincher one obviously yes the killer the killer uh, under the flower moon And um, all the other ones, uh, yeah. The others all look dumb.
2: They look like a a slurry of like (laughs) just all the same thing. It was all made by one person who's a robot. I don't even know.
1: Nobody's trying anymore. That's the issue.
2: I will watch Adam Sandler voice that iguana. That looks kind of inspired too.
1: I'll watch anything he does. I don't give a shit. Uh, Just give it to me.
2: Netflix gave me uh, two zillion dollars, and I said, sure, to Mm. everything.
1: We had, a, we had a big week this week. We did. Tell me about it. <sighs> I guess most importantly, let's see here. I mean, uh, it's snowing
2: right now. And uh, Jeremy Renner is on his way here to plow us out. Are you aware of that?
1: Was he going to run his leg over again? He is. Mm, that's <laughs> good.
2: Now that he's uh, on the mend, he's going to fuck up his other leg.
1: Do you think that fashion. after he gets his leg better, he could bail out Marvin Gaye's grandson from prison, who was arrested for domestic violence?
2: Yeah, maybe they could like be a duo and uh, like go rob Fenway Park of its money, like in
1: the town. Mm. Only instead of taking the money, they just beat up a bunch of women oh, inside word? the stadium.
2: Oh shit! I mean, Is Fenway I Park
1: considered a stadium?
2: Kate, it's considered the fucking only stadium. I honestly
1: don't even know. Is stadium football specific? No. I think that checks out. This is a cut, by the way. Do you remember this from Jerry Maguire when um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is singing it at Jerry's wedding? Hello, Brother Maguire.
2: I don't, but this is a cut of Substance, and that's a film of Substance. Mm. Tom Cruise, one of his finer films. Do you think he'll ever make a, uh, a romantic kind of movie again?
1: I don't. And I think that the only romantic movie that he worked in, like, is that really? And that and the reason that movie worked is because of how realistic it was.
2: It works because they don't work in the movie. Yeah, it's one of those rom-coms where they don't make it in the end. Folks. where like, they spoiler got, alert for they, Jerry they, Maguire, they get
1: together out of convenience or fear or codependency or whatever, and then that's that. And then like you kind of. I don't know, sort mm. of see that you see the whole trajectory of the relationship, which I love.
2: Yeah. Great movie. I actually haven't mm. seen that in forever, but that was one I saw early and was like, this is this is a classy picture.
1: Yeah. I don't think I got it the first time I saw it. Like mm. I understood like what was happening, but there was some there's a lot of nuance yeah. that you just you're gonna miss as a twelve year old.
2: That's a lot of movies. Yeah. I, I watched like kids' movies as uh-huh. an adult and I'm like, wow, I'm getting this on a whole new level. <laughs> this is crazy. That's funny. And also i think it'd be cool if tom cruise made a rom-com but then snuck a bunch of stunts in for no reason
1: just sprinting to go like break up a wedding of a woman he was in love with or something
2: yeah like him and gal gadot getting married and then he's i don't know jumping out of an airplane i'll figure it out Mm. it uh steven spielberg is producing a john williams documentary Oh, wow. Focusing on his 50-year collaborator and who a lot of people say is the greatest film composer of all time. He's done all Stevie's movies. The, you know, Indiana Jones theme, Jaws, Superman theme. Literally, like, every memorable movie theme that isn't, like, that excludes uh, the Halloween theme was done by John Williams.
1: Right, because Hans Zimmer's or it's his stuff is score but it's not really themes yeah his as stuff. much someone's going to correct me on that but it's you you remember it but it's in the background like john williams is known for like big yeah. big budget particularly steven spielberg movie themes
2: yeah like you can play like two seconds of any one of his themes and like anyone anywhere in the world will be like oh that's indiana jones theme like this the, the theme, theme the
1: theme of laugh riot schindler's list yes
2: <laughs> anyone on earth would be like oh yes this is from the schindler's list score of course my favorite work.
1: Do you remember when I used to play this at parties?
2: I don't, but that's very quirky. Is that funny? Fun you. That's fun. You telling everybody in the room, guys, like, guys, do you know what we're hearing? Do you remember
1: what this is from? <laughs> People are like, can you shut this off? My grandmother died in the Holocaust, and I'm just like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's important to laugh.
2: Me being the only person recognizing movie scores without Shazam, I'm like, oh yeah, this,
1: I know this banger. People go to search it, and just a picture of Hitler pops up on Shazam. Wow
2: the uh john williams i'll watch that documentary yeah sounds like a
1: nice classy picture i bet it's very boring
2: <sighs> Yeah, it seems like something you will turn off halfway
1: through and that i'll just you and Rian wearing like opera glasses like bellissimo in front of your tvs <laughs> as i go no nah, i'm not watching that yes a <laughs> couple of fruits
2: It's exactly how that viewing is going to go down <laughs> can't wait <laughs>
1: those t- oh the tuxedo with tails Speak, in your living room
2: speaking of being in the crowd with like binoculars uh, applauding do you see this Shia LaBeouf in, I did yeah dressed up as like a Greek <laughs> goddess <laughs> I think this is in that Francis Ford Coppola it movie is yeah that's having a very troubled production <laughs> that we talked about a few weeks ago
1: Shia beat up some women or are we good we good there
2: not yet I think we're good in that regard he
1: hasn't relapsed
2: Francis Ford Coppola you know the guy who made The Godfather Apocalypse mm. Now Zillion classics he's like the guy up there was Spielberg. The his entire like art direction team mm. quit his movie like in the middle of production. Oh, because he's being difficult, I guess. Well, he's eighty
1: years old. Give him a break.
2: Yeah, and like some other uh, like p- production team, some other aspect of the production team quit. He's having like
1: uh... is all the difficulty on his end, or is that like the sta- the cast as well? I don't know,
2: but I love this is like classic movie making stuff. Oh it's yeah, like people yelling at each other on set. It's like <laughs>
1: you're fired. Get out. I want all of you out of here. Well, it seems from every interview I've seen him in, I think I saw him like do the Hollywood Reporter roundtable, and I saw him on John Barenthal's podcast. Shia LaBeouf is laser focused right now, mm. and he's sober. He's just he has his shit together, so yeah. I can't imagine he's a problem at all.
2: Well, no, I don't think it's him. I think it's Francis Ford Coppola, and like. The he's demanding too much or being too... I don't even know. Huh. We we gotta get on that set, quite frankly. We do. But this is the movie he's financing himself. He has, like, no studio behind this movie. He's using, like, $100 million of his own money that he got from uh, his wine company that I guess is very lucrative. Try that wine? Yes. Terramana Wine. <laughs> Francis Ford <Coppola> <laughs> Productions. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Jesus. I love hearing about uh, this trouble production and I can't wait to see how wild, mm. how more wild it gets. What's your
1: number one Francis Ford Coppola movie? I mean, I'm going to
2: be pretentious and say the conversation, that Gene Hackman movie mm. that no one listening has seen. I
1: think I shot that. It's good and dope. And that's my real answer. I would say I don't like any of them. <laughs>
2: Do they all insist on themselves? They do. Fuck, I was worried about this.
1: I pretend I like The Godfather when people tell me that they enjoyed it. Come
2: on, you like The Godfather, especially... <sighs> see, my my kind of hot take I is... I thought it was I, boring. I think The Godfather 2 is very overrated and actually boring. I think Godfather One's like perfect and like... I never saw one.
1: 3, so I can't comment. But I think the Same. 3 is probably the best. Oh, <laughs> classic.
2: No, but 2 is like slow, and I don't love De Niro as younger...
1: They Uh, dig into the Italy stuff a lot, and I found that slow, yeah. I think that one's boring. You know what it is? I blend them together, almost like Kill Bill, because I watched them both on the same weekend. Like I'd never finished either of them. That's pretty cool. And My dad and I sat down last summer and watched both, like one on Saturday, one on Sunday. That's a cool dad thing to do. Oh, yeah. He's like a huge Godfather guy, and I... They're just, it's tough to like watch a movie that's from the seventies that you never saw growing up when Mm. you should have, I should have watched that movie when I was 10 years old. No doubt. I think it's still got it. And then the memory of it would have been clouded by older boy and I would have missed a lot of great details and had to dig back in anyway. So either way, right? Yeah. And
2: I'm a little concerned about this. (laughs) Ooh, speaking of The Departed, uh, we should go see that. Did you go last night? Was that last night? It was last night. Oh, fuck. I thought it was like next week. Well, we'll figure it out. Anytime The Departed's playing in theater.
1: I think it was last night. Maybe it was. Maybe it is actually the 26th. I think you're right. I think it is next week. He's back. And the unfortunate part is it's a three-hour movie starting at 7 p.m. on a night when I probably have to wake up at 6 a.m. the next day. And I'm like, I'm not getting out of a movie at 10.30. Mm. I'll be a tired boy. My client's be like, what's the matter with you? You've already seen it in the theater five times. You're tired <laughs> for that? And you'd be like, yeah, yeah.
2: Four it's, it's tough work. Somebody's got to do it. This got me a little concerned. Rami Malek has been cast as Buster Keaton in a biopic series coming to Hulu, with Matt Reeves set to produce. Hmm. Matt Reeves is the guy who directed the latest Batman movie. He's getting a lot no of work right now. mischief. Oof. Rami Malek getting that work.
1: He's a also a fan of traveling by train. Yes. i don't know if you knew that i mean
2: the last time he was in a biopic that worked out pretty good
1: for him yeah <laughs>
2: yeah for him he got an oscar and a big you know paycheck and career but we got a dog shit queen movie
1: i fucking hated that movie
2: it's horrible he sucks he's something about him is just like annoying and i hate looking at him and listening to him it's his teeth i want to punch him out of his head Also, his eyes are... He has alien eyes. Mm. Let's really critique his looks.
1: That movie he did with Denzel (laughs) and Jared Leto was one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen.
2: Holy shit. Yeah,
1: the little things. HBO Max
2: probably removed that from their service when they were having that mass exodus. Yeah,
1: let's just wipe this too. Yeah,
2: and probably nobody noticed because, yeah, that was just like a seven ripoff that felt like it was made 11 years ago and put on a shelf. Who
1: directed that again?
2: I don't know like me when i was fucking sleeping
1: (laughs) fucking dog
2: shit garbage are you having a laugh i am having a laugh
1: um did you see also that uh vin diesel is not like at all in the avatar sequels
2: yeah i mean thank you for rubbing it in my face How, why it's is he been, why him. is
1: he he's it's not like he doesn't have a career like he's done very well with his franchises why would he need to make up being in a movie
2: i mean i think he's just like a weird guy and this was kind of like dwayne johnson of him to do such a thing it's kind of unvin but i'm gonna forgive him just this once but i think he like they said he just met with james cameron and to talk about the movies the movies And everyone extrapolated to imagine like, oh, Vin's probably in Avatar 3, 4, 5.
1: uh, You think it was just like a rumor and he didn't say no? Is he the one who's saying the rumor's not true? I don't even know how it came out.
2: All I know is I'm team Vin all the way.
1: No matter what? Yeah, ride or die.
2: I'm going to ride. Are you going to ride or are you going to die?
1: I mean, if dying is an option, I'm always going to choose that. (laughs) But I will ride until I die. Does that help?
2: Okay, that's good. We can work with that. And then me and CGI Paul Walker <coughs> like ride off into the sunset, mm. and Vin can hang out. But I mean, it'd be better if he was playing like the lead of the Avatar Lava People in Avatar Three. But I don't know. I've also heard that there's a rumor that uh, Fast X is like very bad.
1: Oh come on! I know. And well, you didn't even really enjoy Nine.
2: Nine was a weaker effort, but this is the movie that the director left like two weeks into production, and then they hired the guy who made the Edward Norton Hulk movie.
1: It was James Wan, right? No, it was... um, The guy who did... uh, Justin Lin. Good get. Yes. So he did seven, Justin Lin.
2: He did seven, best, best of the series, and nine. He also did five. He did like all the best ones.
1: Five, six, and seven are the three best. Eight is okay. Nine is okay. I don't remember four at all. Four was weird. Four was the
2: one that they called Fast and Furious. Yes, and it's it's pretty forgettable
1: because and- they did Fast and the fu- the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast Too Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and then Fast. Is it Fast the letter N Furious?
2: i mean i wish that'd be like very (laughs) cute and charming (laughs) but yeah let's do them all now that we're doing it and that's fast five then furious no then it's fast six
1: fast six furious seven yes
2: and then the fate of the furious which sucks and like the a in fate is an eight that one also isn't great and then fast nine yeah and no and then just f9 colon okay. <laughs> f9 colon the fast saga was the colon, name of
1: semi-colon the movies
2: <laughs> yes i forgot about that part that's also true but yeah th- so that's the chronology of that i'm glad we got that on wax and can i say safe you can mm-hmm. and so yeah eight and nine were kind of disappointing i needed 10 to be good so i hope this rumor is false but it's just what i'm hearing out there
1: there's a good chance that it's that it's awesome.
2: Yeah, this is also just based on like a tweet that I saw from someone who's probably like a sick individual who knows nothing of their work.
1: Well, if it's people on Twitter shit on everything. Yeah. The thing that I'm realizing is when I start to, this is why I don't do Twitter, because it's all comments. Mm. When I look at like an Instagram photo of something sort of interesting and I take a peek at it and then I find myself looking at the comments, it makes me feel worse as a person. And I don't like it. Not even one bit. I posted a photo the other day that I thought was funny of, you know, it's my new car. I'm proud of my new car. And I posted a picture with Megan, my dog, a cup of coffee sitting next to her. And she was just sitting next to my car while I threw the trash out in the dumpster at work. And I was like, that's a funny photo. And it's a cool photo because I like the way my car looks. Took a photo, posted it. People were writing negative shit. I was like, I don't have time for this. Like, oh, let post your car. Just I mean, shut the fuck up.
2: You got to forget those rascals. I gave it a like and had a fun comment. I asked if Meg if that was Meg's coffee.
1: Your participation <laughs> and I'm not even blowing smoke here. Wow. Your behavior on Instagram is perfect. Wow. Good bits. Okay. Fun memes, okay. supportive comments, no negativity. Mm. That's what we need.
2: I mean, that's what I'm striving for. Not
1: I here. don't I have enough negativity in my own head. Yeah. That like it's one thing like the buddies are razzing each other on the group text, but if it's like we're one on one, like don't just like chirp me and be sarcastic and like have like little comments in my fucking shit my clients look at that page like can you stop
2: could you just
1: look at my listen to the podcast instead if you want to put in your creative energy somewhere rather than like trying to come up with a zinger (laughs) um but what i guess the reason i brought that up is partially to vent but partially because i just fucking hate comments Mm -hmm. i hate them i'm gonna disable them on everything
2: No more comments. That's kind of a cool move when you disable comments. Yeah. Because then people really want to comment.
1: That's what celebrities do. Yeah. You want to comment, deliberately direct message me privately, and we'll have a a private dialogue about it. I love
2: when you see another cool Instagram move, when someone takes off the amount of likes that a post Mm. has. So it just says, like, one person and others like this. Every time I see that, I might
1: do that, too. I'm like, fuck, that's cool. That is a cool move. That's fucking cool as fuck it honestly there should be no comments no likes yeah i That's think it. they were talking about
2: doing away with that but then everyone would lose their mind we need or, these likes. or like the person who posted it can see the likes mm. speaking of fucked up posts uh jared leto is starring in a new tron movie that is being directed by alex ronning i don't know who that is Filming will begin in August. Mm. People are upset because they were supposed to do a sequel to Tron Legacy. Fat Tron, I believe. <laughs> oh, Fat Tron. Mm. No, but did you ever see Tron Legacy with Jeff Bridges? I did not. And they had like a CGI face, young version of him versus the old version. Daft Punk did the soundtrack. It's actually a decent movie. Good soundtrack. Even though it's very goofy. But, and it was directed by the guy who did Top Gun Maverick, Joe Kaczynski and he was supposed to do a sequel a few years ago it didn't happen and now we're getting this like dog shit whatever version from somebody else starring jared leto sounds like shit
1: i don't even hate jared leto like i think he's good and necessary in a lot of projects like he was good in lord of war he was good in um requiem for a dream he was good in dallas buyers club i liked him in that movie with jake gyllenhaal highway yeah like he's uh, good freeway whatever it's called
2: I'm just sick of him. And especially lately, I think he sucks. Did you ever watch the WeWork show? I watched a few episodes. He's great in
1: that, too. I wouldn't say he's great. I would say he's like... Have you seen Adam Newman before? Sorry to interrupt you, though. But if you've seen the Adam Newman documentary, he he becomes him. Mm. Like, it's perfect.
2: He is... Even if he's not good, he's like... It's captivating in a Mm -hmm. way. Like, his version of the Joker, like... Argu- inarguably like dog shit. Right. Universally hated. But like when you're watching it, you're like, huh, this is interesting.
1: <laughs> That's a perfect way of putting it because he's the worst Joker by miles, mm. but he's not bad. Yeah, like he's doing something. Do- he, he is a good actor. He's, you know. If if you compare the other Jokers, two Oscar winners and Jack Nicholson, who's an Oscar winner in his own other projects. So it's three yeah. of the greatest actors of all time played the Joker. Mm. So it's a hard, hard road to walk down. Despite, Mm. yes, Jared Leto won an Oscar as well for Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Still.
2: And like, yeah, he's very, you know, he's a a flip-flopper. He's a transformer because Mm. sometimes he's great. Like House of Gucci, which isn't even a great movie. And he's kind of a joke in it, doing like a over-the-top Italian accent. But he's like the best thing in it. He's very funny and- Pretty much, yeah. Watchable, whether he's meant to be or not.
1: Him just like
0: ah oh ah
1: my like, designs yeah like I, I liked House of Gucci more than I should have and I wasn't bored and then I watched it I think I bought it the minute it came out to watch with Lucy and I so I've seen it twice and didn't get bored mm. and it's a movie that like has every opportunity to be terrible yeah but it's Ridley Scott
2: but he just like he infects a lot of franchises like he was in Blade Runner two he's in this new Tron every time I. He, like, this just seems off. Him being in a Tron movie, I don't like it. I think it's got a, I got a bad feeling It's a about
1: miscast, it. for sure. Yes. But we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, his last thing was that the WeWork show, and he's so good. Yeah. So I don't know. I really, it could be anything.
2: And we're talking franchises. We're going to continue to, because that's the only thing that gets made anymore. Right, that's Did all Did you all we see have. the trailer for
1: Scream 6?
0: Get down, I do better than that.
1: I did not, as I don't really watch trailers anymore. But I will see it, and I will enjoy it, as, as Scream 5 was good.
2: Yes, I liked Scream 5. This one is kind of a weak trailer. They got Gail Weathers. Oh? She's the only, like, returning person. They couldn't get Nev Campbell back. They didn't want to pay her enough. But they got Gail Weathers and Hayden Panettiere, who I guess was in Scream 4. They're, like, bringing her back. Was being, like, she? Yeah, that's the thing that's... It's like, we got her back. It's like, no one remembers that. I don't remember that. And I'm exactly the kind of person who would remember something like that. If I don't don't remember, I can't imagine anyone gives a shit.
1: I can't remember the last thing she did besides Heroes in 06. Hmm.
2: Which is a show I watched the entirety of and enjoyed. I
1: can see that. You and Cod both love (laughs) that show. You just give me a, I can see that for you. Yeah, I can see that. I remember you guys like going upstairs because remember at at Joey's we had the like the barn had the loft with the additional television upstairs Mm. that that little shitty TV. I feel like there was a night in particular where we refused to put Heroes on the big TV, and Mm. so Cod went up into the you and Cod potentially were up in the loft watching Heroes on the shitty TV. Mm, This
2: doesn't sound right. Did I make that up? I'm going to deny this firmly. You've been smooching
1: with everybody up there. (laughs) Me
2: and Cod watching Heroes in the cut. You've
0: been smooching with everybody. Oh.
2: No, but the Scream trailer, Mm. they show, the big thing in this one is uh, Ghostface is in New York, which seems kind of like... Stabbing his way
1: around Times Square?
2: Yeah, like, there's one cool scene where he's on the subway, and it looks kind of spooky, but they have him, like, in a bodega, like, (laughs) stabbing, like, a, like, hey, kind of... Uh, i'm walking here like cliche
1: new york dud
2: yeah like the guy who's working there is like a new york guy and i was just like i don't know about this new york scream movie and then like he kills him and then he's trolling around the uh, bodega with a shotgun it's like this Hmm. is very it's not cool to give them i don't know it's not a big deal but i'm not out a killer with a shotgun (coughs) he's he's cheating He's a knife (laughs) wheel.
1: You're cheating.
2: Yeah, And that's probably the meta
1: movie character in the movie will be like, you're not supposed to have a gun. You only have a knife. Jamie Kennedy's back. (laughs) They couldn't get fucking Jamie Kennedy or Skeet Ulrich. I guess Skeet Ulrich is dead.
2: Well, they actually did get Skeet back for a dream sequence because the girl Ah, in this new one plays his character's daughter. And there's a whole angle where it's like, is she going to
1: be evil like him? Was that the thing? Like he got Sidney Prescott pregnant? sydney no it's some it was mm. with a different girl i'm so bad at retaining information from this like the amount of content that i absorb i'm like oh, no. i watched scream the last scream movie i was like oh, okay that was pretty good and then just whoosh every detail gone yeah. not gonna remember it
2: but i mean we'll see it we'll talk about we it on the program It also uh jenna ortega is in the series she the can't it, stop
1: getting work huh the
2: it girl of the moment wednesday mm. adams herself and I know you're gonna be real fired up about this. Gossip Girl. The HBO Max reboot cancelled after I saw two that. White Hot Season. It was bad. Oh, you watched?
1: Um How much? I watched maybe five minutes of the first episode just because oh, I didn't I actually liked the original Gossip Girl. I thought it was cool. Oh, the one
2: with uh Blake Lively of the show. And yes, yes, yes. Chuck
1: Bass, or what's his real name? Oh. Um, I can never remember his real name, and I've watched every episode of Uh, white gold a white gold (laughs) that show about him as a window salesman in london no one on no one knows what you're talking i barely know what you're talking yes you do (laughs) oh fuck what is his real name it's fine that's gonna drive me crazy but yeah i tried it doesn't work Mm. there's no need to reboot and the the thing i didn't like about it is within the first five minutes they're doing all the woke shit yeah like oh you're non-binary and i was like nope not that there's anything wrong with that but nope
2: yeah it's don't need it that stuff's almost like COVID stuff in a show or movie. At this point, it's just like it's fine, it's whatever. But like, I don't want to watch How content about... that focuses on that as like right. the entertainment. They don't as...
1: need to weave gender and and all that stuff that everyone is fixated on into the storyline of of stuff now. Let's just have it be the way that it is. Like somebody wants to be a certain gender, we can call them that, whatever but yeah. I don't want it to be the main drive yeah. of a show.
2: I want things to be whatever they, whatever the person who made it wants it to be organically. It's awful when something yes. like feels so shoehorned in and you're just like, oh, I'm watching like a commercial, basically.
1: And I think it does a disservice to those of the trans community when it's shoved down people's throats like that because- it makes the type of people that may or may not be on the fence like myself who just like i'm genuinely not a hateful person it does not bother me whatever but if you shove something down my throat i don't care what it is it's harder for me to swallow it no puns intended mm. Agreed. it's it's just like i'm just you know it doesn't make me want to be mean or hurt somebody or call or misgender somebody on purpose or Good. dead name or whatever Good. it is that the issue Good. is but they did just it was a heavy heavy-handed like you know like gender studies class agenda is what it felt like and that's just tacky to me yeah i do think it's something that kids should learn in school along with maybe how to use a credit card and uh how health insurance works but they don't focus on those things all they focus on now is everybody not getting their fucking feelings hurt
2: i'm like just getting health insurance now (laughs) like i just i
1: just got it you're 40 yeah basically <laughs> you're lucky you not, never nothing ever happened yeah that's awesome it's fucked up congrats man thank you let's go don't go to the doctor together mm-hmm. i do actually get our assholes checked out yeah as a duo see if we have fissures there's not much they can do spoiler alert get the camera up there <laughs> look around they go you know you didn't properly take the enema i go yes i did okay they go well, why okay. are there remnants uh, up here okay. <laughs> that's all well and good i shit myself the last time i had a, an exam like that as gotcha. i was leaving as i was leaving it was like the rest of the enema it was like this like that's liquid fine that's fine that's nice mbd
2: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> i just i soiled myself in public <laughs> at 40 <laughs> no nah, i was like 35 but still no um Oh, did you see that David Crosby is dead? I did. That's a
2: shame, huh? Of uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young?
1: Yes. He was the Crosby part. Man.
2: He was, mm. surprisingly. <laughs> he uh, he was... Uh, were they a super group? Yes. Were they that? Okay.
1: They were a super group. So
2: they were all like individually famous, yeah. then they f- teamed up for Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Okay. Yeah.
1: I bet Neil Young dies
2: next. I'm not a Neil Young guy at all. He's got a couple of cuts, just like this gentleman. Is this David Crosby? This yeah? is
1: Crosby still's National Young. I actually don't really know any of David Crosby's solo stuff. This is a fucking heater. Yeah, this is a cut.
0: Whew.
2: this uh, He was also a good Twitter follow. He had very, like... Was he? Yeah. Someone was, like, reposting them when he died the other day. He had someone like sent them their music, like, hey, this is my band. Just wanted you to, just want to know, like, what do you think of this? And his response, like, he quote tweeted it with just, like, I think your shit is lame. And that's funny. He was like a, you know, funny guy. I like he, that. He had some, like, edgy, wacky kind of bits.
1: Well, RIP, David Crosby. I feel like Howard Stern's going to go on a 45 minute Ooh. tangent on Monday. Like, oh, David, oh and also american idol contestant cj harris also dead okay that's a shame
2: Mm. that uh that is a shame Mm. i can't believe what i'm hearing and i'm going to be
1: up sick good news though alec baldwin is being charged with involuntary manslaughter for the rust shooting glad to hear that which he may actually go to prison for which would be the funniest fucking thing to ever (laughs) happen in hollywood news yes
2: him like just doing bits as his character from the departed i'm in Prison. here i here for a year that i mean bits aside this is a pretty wild story like he didn't really do anything wrong he's just fucking playing playing pretend on the set of this fucking western turkey he picks up a gun that's got a bullet in it it's crazy
1: what i'm wondering the woman was a was a, what a, a costume designer or a set designer or something she was, she was the cinematographer? Yeah, so she was in the shot, maybe. Maybe they are, like, behind the camera or... Yeah. What was he aiming at that he hit her? Is what I want I want to know the entire story, more than just what they've told us it
2: in was, the news. It was probably, like, you know when they do a cool shot where they're, like, mm-hmm. pointing it at the camera? Mm-hmm. It's probably something like that, and she was probably holding the camera. And it was that makes like,
0: perfect
1: sense, actually, yeah. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. She couldn't have ducked? I mean, you don't dodge that bullet. You know
2: what? You're right. It was her fault. I'm gonna <laughs> say she should have ducked. <laughs> it was her fault that she got gunned put, down. Put and Alec in and... the set of this <laughs> bullshit western
1: <laughs> that they are still releasing anyway, which is even better. Yes. I mean, the movies.
2: <laughs> what an honorable way to go. Speaking of the movies, I put out some feelers for uh, our episode 200 spectacular.
1: Which is looming, coming up shortly. Somebody told us to kill ourselves. I saw that. They
2: did, and we're considering that amongst these
1: other options mm. that we have. That was here. my favorite option.
2: I know. that does. I thought you might like that. But we got some other ones here. What
1: else we got? Joe, get out of here. Stop.
2: <laughs> trying to casually remove the cat. Uh a friend of the show, Sarah, thinks we should strip for the two end of the episode. What do you think?
1: I'm okay with that you're down yeah
2: we're gonna do a magic mic uh spin-off like an
1: audio strip yeah like okay i'm taking off my like fucking aloe (laughs) yoga tank top
2: Ooh, wow i'm already getting worked up Mm. i mean maybe we'll bring the video element into the show finally i haven't felt sexy in
1: years so i think that's a great idea sarah thank you fucking in i need to know that like somebody would be cranking it to me stripping otherwise what man or woman i don't care
2: fans if you are going to jerk off to our 200th episode spectacular email into it off the podcast gmail. give her a
1: smack she's scratching her claws on the soundproof joe you're being a fucking asshole i need lucy to come home and take care of this kitties where is lucy
2: friend of the show erica thinks we should prank call people on air what do you think of this we become a call-in show
1: or a call-out show? Um, I'm down for whatever. Prank calls like to whom? Like uh we dial 911 and just go there's an emergency and then hang up. <laughs> that would really be a 200th episode miracle. We could say like we got we watched too many movies like we need an ambulance and then folks
2: we got a special guest. It's police officers here <laughs> to arrest us. for calling 911 and making a
1: joke of it my friend tyler henry and i were making prank calls in like fifth grade and we got star six seven or like a caller id a caller id was kind of brand new at that point Mm. and might have been like seventh grade even and i remember the police showed up at his house Mm. and i mean we were 11 so his mom was like did you guys call like you know like barry's bait shop or whatever and we were like oh dude
2: we fucking did and i admitted we
1: admitted it and they were like just don't do that again and i don't even think he i don't even think his parents told my parents i don't remember but the police showing up was that was like one of the scariest moments of my life Mm. because i was like i I knew we wouldn't like get arrested but i didn't know like the ramifications like what if there's like you know a fine or
2: i feel like that happens That has to happen to all kids. They need to call nine one one and the cops need to come. So you need to learn that (laughs) things have uh repercussions or meaning, whatever I'm
1: saying. It's wild how quickly they get to you when you dial nine one one too. We did that a couple of times too, like hanging out by the payphone, we'd like dial nine one one and run away, like, oh dude. And in hindsight it's like, yeah, that's a big waste of somebody's time. I don't know. When you're a kid you don't really have logic. And yeah. it's remarkable that I was able to pull off and get away with the stuff that I did.
2: I still barely have logic. <coughs> it's like I have to go out of my way to <laughs> be like, I'm using logic now. This is what people do, I think. <laughs> God. And a friend of the show, Metal Freak Neo Draws, thinks we should throw tantrums over a well-received movie in our 200th episode, which I say that is every single episode of this program and we will was that like it Was that a joke 200th. like they thought that was funny i think so and it was funny mm. friend of the show
1: no nah, i'm not laughing wow he's out um okay what else anything else joey thinks we should review a classic big
2: watch or something considered one of the best movies of all time or have on a fan favorite guest
1: oh he's implying himself joey wants to come on for the 200th okay
2: i think we should have everyone on for the 200th episode but they just take turns yeah it should be like a revolving door celebration we should be watching something fucked up the entire time
1: Mm. 100 bucks ahead
2: and i'm interested a word also friend of the show parsons thinks we should fly monty in and my brother ryan oh boy Thinks we should do a dramatic reading of all of Colin Farrell's lines as Bullseye and Daredevil.
1: That's funny. So we
2: got a lot of good options <laughs> for the 200th. All
1: right, you got a big response out of that, huh? Yeah, that's cool. This
2: is maybe the most response. I was going to say that's a lot of engagement. Also, Fran thinks we should do a best bits clip show. I like that. That's the easiest option.
1: That'd be great, actually. Yeah. That's the best idea that we got. That's but just that in. requires editing, and fuck, I'll just pay somebody to do it. <laughs> sam i'm looking at you just leaf through and find the best stuff sam, i did this once before
2: sam's like i leafed through all 198 episodes i don't have enough bits here for an episode <laughs> i just i i don't know what to tell you guys
1: it's just a bunch of like racist homophobic dog whistles and like this, me canceling us both <laughs> this is just I, I can't do anything with any of this yeah it's it's not funny unfortunately sorry guys folks
2: it's gonna be a spectacular episode we'll see you there
1: it's going to be six hours long. In two weeks. It's a marathon. Yes, it's going to be a... Is it like on Valentine's Day too? I feel like it's lining up with that. If we, this is 198 and 199 is on the first week. or I guess it won't be quite. It'll be the week before Valentine's Day, but whatever. In? Either way.
2: And what do you think about the fact that there's a Michael Jackson biopic in the works from director Antoine Fuqua? Who I most think recently ig- You're
1: being ignorant.
2: <laughs> who most recently directed the unwatchable Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Paramount Plus original Invincible. Or... I believe
1: you're forgetting about Will Smith's emancipation that was a surprise sensation. Whoa,
2: you know what? You're right. I am forgetting about Will Smith's movie Emancipation that was unceremoniously dumped onto Apple Plus. I thought month. that was okay. Uh, I mean, Antoine Fuqua, he's one of those guys who just, like, he doesn't make great movies, but they just keep letting him do it. He made one good movie. Actually, he made that movie, The Guilty, that Jake Gyllenhaal Netflix movie that we kind of enjoyed.
1: I thought that was fun, but it's very much a Netflix original.
2: Yeah. It's like a set in one location movie where he's in a call center the whole time
1: what if like i was in the call center and like oh. somebody called up and it was a young boy and i had to like oh, talk boy. him through a situation
2: sounds kind of ring
1: ring hello hmm. um do, do you have all of your clothes on it's oh. michael jackson 911 take <laughs> off your clothes and i'll save you oh michael what? What even is this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm abandoning this.
2: I don't know what to do with any of that. (laughs) Michael Jackson
1: is a rapist.
2: Michael. And Antoine Fuqua, he's just kind of, I don't know. I'm leaving through his IMDb. I'm feeling ill. The Magnificent Seven, that remake that barely happened.
1: With Idris Elba?
2: Equalizer, Olympus Has Fallen.
1: Is that the one with Idris Elba, though? I'm thinking of something else, aren't I?
2: He works with Mark Wahlberg a lot, which leads me to believe that Mark Wahlberg might be cast as Michael Jackson in this biopic. <laughs> hey. Hey, kids. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> this is like the most fucked up miscast in the world, but it's hey, just my doing? work. I'm, I don't even have to go in blackface because he was white at, his de- at the time of his death. Hey, I got a great idea. We'll cast
1: Donnie as uh, one of the other Jacksons and uh, we'll get Paul Wahlberg. Paul, Wal- <laughs> Paul is- Warburg can be Janet. Yeah. Put some fake tits on him and paint him black. <laughs> That's right. And a wig. It'll be terrific. Paul, listen, put down that apron. I was literally going Forget- to do that exact line.
2: Forget about the Wahlbergers <laughs> for the day. I need you on this
1: set in blackface. This is going to be the movie of the year. Oh, God. Michael Jackson was a terrible actor. Let's, re- let's bring him back from the dead. Wait, my-
2: you're calling on Michael Jackson's acting?
1: Did you ever watch The Wiz? <sighs> Or any of his like cinema like length fucking music video releases, like for, in particular for like Thriller and Beat It. Yeah,
2: Thriller is like a masterpiece. It's some of the greatest
1: acting I've ever seen. I don't know about <laughs> that. I think he, Michael Jackson to me is the king of pop. He's one of the greatest pop stars of all time. Yeah, and I'm going to do his story justice by playing him in a biopic. Mark Wahlberg playing Michael Jackson is very funny. I'm a smooth criminal uh i think a michael jackson biopic could be great but it i i just hope they don't go the way of uh the queen biopic where they dance around all the tough stuff
2: yeah i guarantee they'll just end it like in the early 90s (laughs) they'll just have a quick like the end and then who knows what became of him (laughs) for the rest of who
1: will play macaulay young macaulay culkin i should say i mean i hope he would do it and
2: they GID age him and he gets an oscar
1: green light yeah for like sucking mark Wahlberg's dick in michael jackson hey costume garb that's right it's me michael jackson hey how you doing Corey
2: feldman also we lost lisa marie presley oh. this week speaking of michael jackson i
1: didn't realize she was married to michael jackson and nicholas cage what a life she lived must be nice huh
2: she I'm had sex jealous. with two of the most fucked up guys who have ever lived <laughs> and probably a bunch more that we don't even know about
0: what are you,
2: she lived a life, and this is the proper send-off for her. Lisa Marie,
1: we love you, babe.
0: Oh,
1: you're dead. <laughs> I'm here, too. How's it going, Elvis? <laughs> or Michael Jackson? Sorry, I'm Elvis. Hey, it's me, Austin Butler. Uh,
2: I'm doing the award show rounds and saying that this accent I'm doing is genuine.
1: Did you know that they're going to do a concert release of all the song original or Elvis songs that Austin Austin Butler sang? Like like full length. I I saw that on some podcast. It could be bullshit.
2: No, I know what you mean. They're going to release like a version of the movie with extended musical numbers yes. and uh yeah.
1: It's already um, almost 3 hours long. Like I don't think we need to make it longer to squeeze in more cuts. Yeah. That seems kind of fucked up. I love Elvis, but like I'm good on that how you do
2: it's so funny that he's just like gonna he's just is elvis now he's gonna win the oscar for best actor and just be elvis for the rest of his career do
1: you think he's gonna win
2: it seems like a lock as much as a lock can be it's right. got all the trimmings of uh, i mean fucking fucked up rami malik won an oscar yeah for playing freddie mercury what
1: about like that asian guy in like fantastic beasts and wherever the <laughs> wild things are whatever it's called <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> Fucking yeah, short round is gonna win it for that over uh like
1: the the kid from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or the guy from Raiders of the Lost yeah, short Ark. round. He'll. His name is Short Round.
2: Well, that's his name in Indiana Jones. Okay.
1: His real name escapes me, but he
2: will probably get nominated for best supporting actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which I want to listen back to the episode where I review that. I hated this movie before everyone else hated it. <laughs> It's like winning all these awards so now there's like this big backlash. I saw it in the theater before it Didn't Jack anything, trick you into seeing it? He said an, it was good. No, that was a different movie. And I had an mm. organic like this movie is off and bad and shitty. I was on the ground floor of hating this movie. I Just want everyone to know that.
1: I love that for you. Thank you. I love when you hate something. Makes me so happy when you're like this was <laughs> fucking terrible. I'm like awesome. Yeah. Get just, right in there. I just do it to me. We don't usually proud. disagree too bad. It's true. So like I watched, I think I liked it for the first five minutes and then it just, it was cacophonous, I think is the Ooh. best way to put it with the different yelling and just the loud noises and like it just, I hated everything about it. I was in for maybe a minute or two and then it lost me hard and I hung in there for like an hour because I had nothing else to watch and it was free on Showtime.
2: What are we talking about again?
1: Everything, everywhere, oh, yes, 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 yes. all at Mike's house. It sucks it's not good at all no it's and it's gonna win fucking everything
2: yeah that's why the oscars and all these award shows suck like they already know what's gonna win before the nominations even come out it's all like
1: predetermined Mm. it's i don't know do you think it's gonna be like an irishman situation where it was a movie that was super i mean i hated the irishman most people pretended they liked it but the irishman got nominated for a bunch and won nothing do you think it's gonna be like that it could be.
2: It could be, but I also think this is a weird year, and there's not like a right. clear movie that everyone loved that seems like it's going to win stuff. Like, that seems like it's the front runner, which is just fucked up. It could get Best Picture. Movie fucking sucks. Jamie Lee Curtis with like hot dog fingers.
1: I didn't a even fucking make it that dance far.
2: sequence. Movie is dumb as shit. I hate it so much.
1: I didn't Makes understand. I sick. didn't understand it at all, and I just thought it was—it was giving me a headache. It's dog shit. I really, oof,
2: folks, don't watch it. And If you liked it, I'm sorry that I'm being such a cunt, but no, nah, don't bad.
1: apologize. Get in there. I love angry hoops. <laughs> Bring him back.
2: Angry hoops. We need
1: angry hoops. As long as I'm not th- at the other end of it. <laughs> no, tell me what this kid. <clears throat>
2: um, and also in that Netflix spread. They didn't showcase this one, but there's a movie called We Have a Ghost starring Anthony Mackie and David Harbour
0: mm.
1: as ghosts. Is that a follow-up from the movie The Scarlet Oak Ghost starring Anthony Mackie? Yes, buddy. I think it is actually. Mm. The sequel afterwards will be called We Caught a Ghost. <laughs> also starring Anthony Mackie.
2: Greenlight. Hey, how
1: you doing? I Caught a Ghost. <laughs> oh my god. And
2: I think we talked about uh, Bruce Willis's latest uh or, you know, one of his straight-to-video two mil movies that he's... Hey, doing? ...released in this unfortunate <laughs> era of his career where, like, he's in a bad way and, like, he's <laughs> basically, like, making these turkeys at gunpoint. Detective Knight Rogue, which is a movie that came out at absolute maximum eight months ago, mm. already has two sequels. Safe. <laughs> and they're releasing it as... The Detective Knight trilogy. For well, how much? All these movies came out in the same year. And
1: hey, we, the, we filmed them all in one day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> calling them movies is almost insulting.
1: Do you think they paid him six mil?
2: To the craft of movie making. <laughs> to be like, this is a trilogy of movies. Because it, it's not.
1: Think about all the talented, like, former you know like film school graduates or people who've like devoted their life to the craft who can't get a movie made and then like the guy with no neck who's married to one of the women on real housewives is just churning out movie after movie after movie with a demented bruce willis because he just has some big bloated budget probably from like child sex trafficking to jeffrey epstein's island and he's just funneling fucking money through a shell company to finance a whole bunch of terrible movies while like awesome movies just don't get made because yeah. the money's not there it's exactly what's going on <laughs> yeah the movie the movies and that's what it is i mean there aren't movies anymore it's a beautiful time everybody to be says this i actually speaking of fucking anthony mackey i watched an old quote of him i posted it about him talking about how even he is not he's like i'm not the star anymore hawkeye is the star or whatever his character and that is yeah and it's there's no more movie stars except for maybe like a handful of guys like tom cruise there's like a couple of up-and-comers like i think austin butler is a solid star but he's already typecast and attached to a major biopic that'll follow him for the rest of his fucking career
2: yeah and he's someone like i like when people talk about the no more stars thing because i think they're right in a lot of ways like austin butler he's good in that movie Mm -hmm. but time will tell if he can be good in anything else like he's so committed to just that one thing he's like doing the elvis voice in real life right. like fucking 2 years after this movie came out that l- he's like i'm just elvis forever this is just my thing um
1: i think that level of craft is something that that's a good he's, point he's never going to be he's never going to be like a nicolas cage where he makes like 7 good movies 3 bad movies and he's just firing them off he'll like he's so deep into the into the elvis role he's i don't even know what is what does he have coming out I have no fucking idea. I'm making Elvis 2. It's going to be sick. <laughs> I'm back from the dead, baby. That's right. I just, to me, I think we grew up in a great time. The 80s didn't have a lot of great movies, let's be honest. But the 90s what? the 90s were white hot. The 90s and they, were pop- And most of the 2000 to 2010 were pretty fucking solid, I'm th- too.
2: I'm an aughts guy. I think yeah. the aughts were fucking popping off.
1: Some of the best movies ever made were from, like, 95 to 2015.
2: 07 is, like there's so many good movies that came out in '07. it's like fucked up. Yeah. Type in movies released in 2007 into Google and just be like, wow. Like, look at all this. Oh, wow. But, also, we'll be covering it next week on the program because I think it comes out on Shudder soon. But that movie, Skinnamarink?
1: I want to see that.
2: This is like the big, hot new, they made it for $15,000 in mm. the guy's like childhood home.
1: Sure, sure. Kind of a uh, can I list off some of the movies from 2007? Oh, please. American Gangster. There Will Be Blood. Before Boy. the Devil Knows You're Dead. No Country for Old Men. Bangers. Um, Two classics. Death Proof. One. Ooh. Uh, Juno. Not my favorite, but it was a hit. Gone Baby Gone. Death Proof. Okay. Um, yeah, like I mean, Planet Terror came out with Death Proof. Yeah.
2: It's just, there was a lot 310 of-
1: 310 to Yuma. That's a good movie. It was great. I like that movie a lot. Let's see there's a bunch, there was some turkeys too, with the original coast Rider, um, but yeah, like that's eastern promises
2: to, ooh that is
1: good yeah they used to make movies of substance mm. twenty eight weeks later was decent not great <laughs> darjeeling show. limited was good super bad oceans 13 now you're cooking transformers the that's original one what
2: i'm talking about guess what that's a great addition that's part that's on this list yeah. right next to there will be blood and no control max. assassination
1: of jesse james by the coward robert ford was good
2: great movie from andrew dominic friend of the show
1: oh yeah there's some american pie presents the beta house that's the
2: best one you've named yet that's vacancy
1: starring luke wilson okay
2: we're done we've reached the um, end
1: <laughs> bits aside though michael clayton was outstanding yes. Lars and the real girl dead silence thank
2: you rain
1: over me was pretty bad but yes. like there's some there's some fucking hits in 2007 yeah there's some hits norbit
2: thank you hello that's born
1: ultimatum one. boom the mist good year yeah home run year actually now yeah. i'd never thought about that
2: yeah that's it's a fun thing to do like you know, lump things together by year mm. and
1: judge accordingly.
2: Just like the Oscars do.
1: 2020 was the worst year in movie history. Um, Which one? 2020. Yeah, that was a rough year. There was nothing.
2: 2021. Every year has like some stuff.
1: 22 was all right. I mean, I was able to come up with 15 movies on my list. So that's something, right? Yeah, that
2: main... I think you're right with 2020. The COVID one, that was a... uh it was rough going well
1: they fucking pushed everything there's not really much you can do there um speaking of pushing things did you see that they released this is some local news real Mm. quick that Cohasset thing the Brian Walsh killing his wife yes they released all of his google searches this is this is not movie news but this is just great
2: this is one of the funniest posts I've ever seen just yeah like like you're saying they released him the timestamps of everything he googled on this day, when like everyone thinks he killed his wife, can you read some of them? Can we go through them? Yeah, I got them all. It's let me. It's the kind it of stuff where you're just like, "Wow!" Like, are you doing this as a bit? Because he googles like, "When does a, a corpse start to smell?" <laughs> like him asking Google like, "If I were to be chopping up my wife's body, <laughs> yeah. what might I use to do the chopping, and what Quite might literally. I?"
1: like how to embalm a body 10 ways to dispose. and these are at five in the morning too that's the best part mm. how to how long before someone uh how long can someone be missing for you to inherit can you throw away body parts what does formaldehyde do can identification be made on partial remains dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body Luminol to detect blood it's there's just also, it keeps going
2: There's also like the timestamps are the best part cuz like mm. there's 15 minutes between all these so I like to imagine him like typing this in getting some intel and then being like <laughs> all right let me go test this out yeah. oh, that didn't work i got to go google
1: something else My favorite part is that on January 1st the last thing he googled was is it better to throw a throw away crime scene crime scene clothes or to wash them and then he waited a full 11 or i'm sorry 23 hours before he said is a hacksaw the best tool to dismember so it's like what was going on for that full day that you decided not to keep looking stuff up nothing good the body was just sitting there rotting away this guy's going to prison probably for the rest of his life would be my guess because i think they found her blood on some knife that he threw away in a dumpster or something like he's fucked they won't yeah, like, find the body because he destroyed it but they're gonna find they found her dna already and they found his shit like it's 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 over yeah. they have videos and of security camp footage of him at like three different home depots and they tracked his cell phone to all of them like he's 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 done
2: yeah and for people who are unaware of this case although i'm sure everyone is aware this is like a a local story that became
1: national news it's like a whole oh, yeah. thing going it's on it's a hot one i think it's going to be a movie i think it's going to be a great movie hey and, I'm available to play uh, the bad guy. Hey, look at me with my receding headline. Yeah. I put on a lot of weight for this role. Hold on. Let me type into Google. How do I... <laughs> what body parts... What's I, the best way to dispose of an Asian man's
2: sight? <laughs> How do I turn my wife's corpse into
1: Wahlburgers? Wait, why isn't Bing giving me any intel? How to remove racist hate crimes from your <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. Fuck, they got nothing for me. Fuck, what am I going to do? Jesus fucking Christ. How to go back in time and prevent 9-11 from happening by (laughs) being on the plane. Donnie, this computer's busted. Is this of any answers for me? Donnie, go get Jennifer, uh, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy, to buy yeah. us a new laptop so I can look up some other stuff. That's right. I'm on the set of Four Brothers Two. <laughs> it's called Five Brothers. Yeah. We got a new brother. We brought in the other guy from Outcast alongside Andre 3000 and That's Tay one. Diggs is back or whoever it was, Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, and Big Boy. Yeah. How you doing? Um, I think that this could be a great movie, but I bet you they're going to go the route of Lifetime Original, something shitty. They're not going to do what they should do, which is, you know, have like Ryan Gosling gain 50 pounds and play the guy. They're Mm. not going to do that. They're going to get, they're going to cast someone at the end of their career who sucks and it's going to be a straight to VOD, nothing Lifetime Original that no one watches. Unless... Unless I get involved. Yeah. There'd be a whole lot of blood on that set.
2: <laughs> Peter Berg, like, you know what, Mark? This is this is our movie. Mm.
1: Peter Berg steps off the set of the great white hype too and right into the editing booth to put together the greatest Mark Wahlberg feature of all time. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Also,
2: I'm going to star in a movie about uh, that female cop who had sex with uh, six of her co-workers. I'm going to play one of the co-workers. Actually, me and the Five Brothers from Five Brothers. We're going to play all the cops.
1: Are we bringing back Garrett Headland? We are. He could really use some work after he just spent the last year filming Tulsa King. Yeah. It's going to be sick. The best show on television. That's right. And uh, I don't know who we're going
2: to get to play that female cop, but she's going to win an Oscar. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Bijou Phillips. We got Bijou Phillips in talks for the role. Yeah. You got to have a, you gotta push your hairline back a little bit and have a good gain. <laughs> Bijou. You know, Bijou's used to, you know, getting slapped around a little bit. She's married to Danny Masterson, so.
2: Yes, enemy of the show, Danny Masterson, who is not a featured player in that 90s show, which just came to Netflix, which we will be talking about more in our future. Which is why review.
1: I will not be watching it. I am oh. a Danny Masterson supporter. I believe that he was framed. Oh, interesting all the 46 women that came forward are all liars and i think scientology had nothing to do with him getting off innocently you like to hear the whole story i do i think jeffrey epstein was innocent as well okay put him in that same list also interesting do you think danny masterson and jeffrey epstein ever went to a party together i feel like they must know each other
2: i feel like they were a duo and like partying hanging out
1: high-fiving this i'm going to say allegedly that jeffrey epstein actually financed puff puff pass in in, in <laughs> like the whole movie is financed by jeffrey epstein oh. and his I want hedge to say, fund or whatever the fuck he did that might be one of the
2: great movies released in 2007 that we were just talking about they mm-hmm. didn't have it on that website but uh
1: it should have been the top number one on the list. Yes, is. Yes, yes. Um, do you have anything else? Oh, I saw that Flow Flowrider, a friend of the show, sued Celsius Energy Drinks over like a breach in contract and he won eighty two million dollars. Did he? Yes. Q- eighty two million dollars.
2: Q one of Flowrider's several very dope songs okay. right now. Are you a
1: Flowrider guy? Guess what? I actually am. I think Flowrider has cuts. Hmm. Okay. He's- he's like i feel like he has a huge dick
2: <laughs> i mean he's one of the great recording artists of our time
1: i don't even know how to spell florida because i'm just getting florida georgia line i guess i gotta put a hyphen in there we go he's like
2: a pitbull type guy every song he does is like a like a party anthem mm. it's always featuring somebody this is probably
1: my favorite florida song
2: yeah like this is a fucking remember this I'm I'm tapping my fucking di- toes di- over di- here You're already, into this, huh? This is a cock he's, he's a hit maker I'm a flow writer guy It's time people know about him His big cock Sam, edit all this out I don't want people knowing I'm a flow writer guy
1: I'm embarrassed suddenly I like the chorus He's a chorus guy
2: Yeah No, but he has a bunch of cuts He has a song with J-Lo That I can't remember the name of That's a fucking Banger Folks, we're in the Flow a Corner, a new segment that will be in every episode from here on out.
1: This is a hit. Mm-mm-mm. His big muscles.
2: I can picture a producer huh? listening to this in the studio and just being like, Flow, you did it again, kid. I don't know
1: how. I don't know why, but you did it again. You think he's going to stop making music now that he has $82 million?
2: No, I think it's going to give him even more of a charge to keep going. He's going to release some of the artsiest, weirdest stuff.
1: Like he's going to do a Tame Impala solo album <laughs> recorded in his own home.
2: That would be great if now that he has $82 million, he's not concerned with making like radio-friendly hits anymore, and he makes weird, fucked-up shit that only I like. Mm. Flo is entering a whole new period of his career.
1: And so Tame sad, Impala right? was a good uh, good pull. That was good. <laughs> that's um, that's I all I got, though. feel news-wise. compelled to
2: mention, just for a friend of the show Parsons, if oh. nothing else... They've announced Cobra Kai will return for a sixth and final season on Netflix.
1: It's a pretty good run for a show like that. Time flies. Cobra right? Kai,
2: six seasons in the blink of an eye. Nobody even noticed except for Parsons and mm. other people. I guess
1: it's popular. I think people liked it, yeah. What's his face? Uh, Ralph Macchio is probably pretty psyched. Yeah, he needed he six needed that fucking work. What no. is what did he do besides like guest appearances on Entourage in two thousand eight? Like honestly, I think he's just been languishing. Honestly, nothing. Else. I think that those Karate Kid ro- lo- royalties ran out before we graduated high school, and he's just been coasting <laughs> on God knows what.
2: The Karate Kid. Yeah, that the Karate Kid. I was never even that much of a Karate Kid guy. No. I think I saw the original once, maybe, and didn't see any of the sequels. Yeah, So that whole series is just a wash for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't enjoy any of them. Like, I'm good. It's one of those movies that people shove down your throat like it's a classic. And it's like, I thought it was fucking boring. Ooh.
2: Hell yeah. Maybe we take a break and go to see something fucked up in the theater that I can't think of at this moment.
1: Uh, the sequel to Missing or think. Searching? Yes. The S- mm. uh, missing?
2: That's the one. We'll be right back. Be right back. <laughs> What's this from? Um, <laughs> the Irishman? <laughs> you call probably, back. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> Folks, welcome to Boston. Years
1: ago we had the church. <laughs> Did we? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I still don't understand that monologue. You will once we see it
2: in theater for the sixth time this coming week. He's fired up for it.
1: Yeah, I can't wait.
2: Speaking of going to the movie theater this week, (coughs) Ry, you took a little trip to the multiplex this week to see the new Jerry Butler vehicle. Do you want to tell the fans about it? Sure did. Hell yes. I did not have the time to take in the new Gerard Butler vehicle. What's that like having
1: a life? It's not great <laughs> cool guy scotty had a lot going on this week did he maybe okay yeah we'll take it. let's go with that um let's keep that going plane i'm gonna not even this is not hyperbole at all it was the best movie i've seen in probably like a year are
2: you saying plane is the movie of 2023 even though we're only in january
1: so far it is yes I gave I it, it a five money. out of five on Letterboxd, which <laughs> is a bit of a bit, like a bit exaggeration. Do you wish
2: they had six stars for a movie like playing? Honestly,
1: eight. <laughs> it's eight out of five stars. Oh, eight
2: out of five.
1: Starring Gerard but- Butler and like Luke Combs or whatever the fuck that guy's name is from uh, the, the Nick Cage or uh, Luke whatever, Cage. It, Luke Cage show. Mike Coulter is there his it is.
2: name. He's good. How are they as a duo in this picture? They're
1: a good duo. And Mike Coulter is real juiced up. Big arms, looking real strong. I I said that, uh, go ahead
2: gerard butler like he is beyond being the jacked guy in movies he's given up so he's like bringing, yeah he's bringing a new blood to be the jacked guy he's
1: not the jack guy anymore he let that ship sail like a decade ago now he's just like dad bod but like still bulky and strong looking just mm. not like clearly like drinks all the time yeah he has that like beer face he's <laughs> russell crowe for idiots is what i wrote down as my first note
2: that you just like debunked his entire career the, Forwards.
1: The only thing about the movie I didn't love is the fact that they did a really funny title screen in the very beginning. And it was just a black screen with plane in white. And I didn't realize it was gonna be that quick. So I didn't get a photo of it. My flash went off in the theater. It was like rookie shit. I was so mad. I wanted that picture of plane so bad. It would have made such a big splash on the thread. Both threads, fuck it. Plane um
2: i yeah i feel compelled to mention that you saw this with your mother yes joan
1: and i saw this at 3 p.m yesterday (laughs) at the braintree amc love it i had a large sugar-free pink lemonade Mm. and a small popcorn with just salt no butter
2: no butter we don't like we do
1: like the butter but we don't like the mess it creates it's true i don't want it all over my hands it's not worth it I must think, should we call your mother and see what she thought of playing? I don't see why not, actually. That's really fucking funny. Let's <laughs> if see if she picks up. Ready? If, if it's not too late, no, I would it's love. Not. This is actually great. He's in. That's actually a hysterical idea. Thank you for not even hitting me with that before, because now it's all improv. He's in. Hi, honey. Hey, mom, you're on the podcast. Do you want to talk to us about playing real quick? Oh, certainly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can you hear that? All right. How's the audio? Oh, perfect. Yeah um hey now thanks for coming on the show i want to remind you uh this is my mother joan and joan you are on the air to hundreds and hundreds of people across the nation and even the world we have fans everywhere uh ranging from america all the way to slovakia i'm certain that is correct (laughs) Uh, that being said tell us a little bit about um Russell Crowe for Idiots star Gerard Butler's plane that we saw yesterday at 3 p.m. Well, it was your
0: choice, not mine. (laughs) I was leery about going, thinking it was going to be just another airplane show. But actually, I enjoyed it. I thought Gerard Butler was great. Uh, His character was good, but he was great in acting it was it was very very good i i enjoyed all of it way more than i thought i was going to mm. this is
2: the takeaway i've heard from most people about this
1: movie this is like a surprise yeah. crowd pleaser i was well, i yeah go ahead though
0: i don't think it's gonna win a lot of prizes <laughs> but i no. with Low expectations because Ryan has taken me to a few that, ugh. I think, I think Beast really was bad.
2: <laughs>
0: Beast was
1: terrible. Beast was so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. We saw Beast. What else? We saw Elvis. Yeah. That was probably the movie that might win Best Picture. I love the Elvis
0: movie. I don't know why you didn't let me get on when I was, but
1: after we saw that one, this is funnier. I, hmm.
0: <laughs> I was almost going to send you a TikTok today about some old guy dancing to elvis (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i decided that it's probably not good to be doing that you probably just laugh at
1: me uh i I appreciate all content yeah i I think it was a pleasant surprise
0: it was a pleasant surprise like like i said it's not going to win some award i don't think but it was um it
1: had everything it was it was exciting i jumped a few times it has a a couple of jump scares yeah Nice. It was a little bit gory. It was a little bit bloody for me and a lot violent. Yeah, this was rated on, right? Nor-
0: not normally the things that mm. I look for in a movie. I'm more of a rom-com kind of person, as you know. Hmm.
1: But, I do.
0: Um, but it was fun. I liked it. I like any movie with you, Ryan.
1: Oh, thanks. I'm, wow. I'm Love like it.
0: the mother-daughter, I mean, mother-son
1: movie date is awesome. Yes, I agree. It is one of my favorite activities, and I'm glad we are able to share it. Me too. It's something we both like to do. For sure. Well, I think, Scott, what do you think?
2: He should take me to a man called Otto. Oh, boy. Yes, I think that should definitely happen.
1: Scott knows how I feel about Tom Hanks. (laughs) I think that should happen ASAP. I think he's fine, but I'm over it. (laughs) We we get it, Tom. You're a nice guy. (laughs) All right. Well, I... I like the book,
2: though. I think it's based on the book, A Man Called Ove, I believe. Yeah, this and is this is you this would big. like the story because it's about an old guy. I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here, but I'm thinking <laughs> other movies. No, <laughs> so you're have good. You talk about playing the whole time. No, it's fine. Yeah, this is. Uh... <laughs>
1: this is tom hanks branching out and sam we're gonna need a drop of my mom saying that when she says can we do we have to talk about Plane the whole time scott Hmm. earmark this 2155 is the bar noted um but okay mom i'm gonna let you jump but just wanted to say i love you and thank you for coming to see plane now in theaters thanks, thanks for inviting me and for getting the tickets and for picking
0: the seats, but why did that girl have to sit next to me in an empty theater? Is what I yeah. The
1: theater was legit, like seven people, and the our entire I, row was full. Like everybody heard, grabbing the back row. It made no sense to me. And I heard the rustling and the chewing, and I huh. starving, I hate that. We're
2: very um, we're very anti yeah, no rustling. Yeah, no rustling allowed. I don't like rustling. In fact, <laughs> when it gets quiet, I'm I'm very careful not to chew. See, you're a pro. That's yeah, this the move. is
1: why you're on the show right now, because you get it. We hate <laughs> the sound of rustlers in a theater.
0: Normally, I like to sit every other one, but now in these theaters with these seats here, you have enough room. Because mm. I don't like sharing an armrest either. That's mm-hmm. what's
1: called the homo seat.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we can't say that anymore. No, I don't think you can say that. We can't, that. no. We're deep enough into so, the podcast now. Anybody who doesn't like us wouldn't catch that anyway, so we're Okay. So, Ryan, I have an idea for our next one. Okay. 80 for Brady. Oh, God. Yes. I want in on that. I want... You take Scott to that. You, he, you guys right. both... He's in Quincy. He's close enough to the Braintree movie theater. Just go... You guys go to that. I'm I'm out. Oh, I didn't
0: know you lived
1: in Quincy, Scott. We're like neighbors. Hell yeah. Let's go see 80 for Brady. I'm ready. You guys can go down to the cameo, see Dave Kilbasa call it a night. I
0: actually was just kidding because I know you would hate that, but it
1: might be kind of amusing to go with a bunch of my old lady friends. I was going to say, pick a crew.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, plane was fine. I'm glad we went. Very glad we went. Pleasant surprise, like you said.
2: All right. Yeah, this is, I
0: think. Thanks for. This is my first time
1: on ever. (laughs) Yeah, this is big. Yeah. Scott's idea. you, You must. Thank you, Scott. Please. I was going to say you must be getting desperate because everybody else <laughs>
0: that you know has already been on. <laughs> I've been waiting. How many years have
1: you been doing this? This is year number four. Oh, I was
0: going to say five. But I've yeah, been waiting four. patiently to be invited. So, mm. uh, And I turned off SWAT to watch, to talk, Oh so wow. I would be distracted.
1: With Shamar Moore, a friend of the show. There's-
0: should we talk about
1: Shumar more? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> you think he's handsome. I know that. He is handsome. Is oh. this the the CBS show SWAT? Yes. Okay. I've heard
2: yeah. this is good. And
1: he's quite fit, too. Oh, Oh yeah. Yep. He's got a, n- a nice yeah. chest. <laughs> <laughs> huh? He probably doesn't eat a big popcorn at the movies, but that's all right. Sounds yeah. like he goes to Ankfit. He might, yeah. At uh, 298 Walnut Street in Newton. You know. Oh, there you go. too. Hmm.
0: Yes. Everybody should go
1: there. I think we need more T-shirts. Yeah, I know. I got to do that.
0: Yeah, because then I could hand them out to people.
1: That's true. Ooh, hell yeah! Forty dollars a piece this time.
0: <laughs> well, I might be able
1: to chip in on that. All right, I'm listening. You know? I yeah. love you guys. Love you. Love you too. All right. All right. Bye. See for ya. Me. See ya. Please.
2: Thank you. Have a go.
1: Delightful. Mm, that was fun. Wow.
2: And now I'm going to call my mother for a review of. <laughs> we, we just keep that. Of like.
1: Yeah. What, like Bully? Yeah. the The 1998 Lenny Clark mm-hmm. movie? Larry Clark movie?
2: I wonder what my mother thought of the new HBO series, The Last of Us, oh, which just premiered the other day. She might have seen it. Yeah. Actually, probably not her cup of tea, but it is our cup of tea. What did you think of this uh, new, like, record-breaking, viewer-wise? Really? Yeah. They're saying it's the highest
1: viewed. I feel like they say this about everything. I was going to say they say that once a year. Um, I liked it. Um, I think Pedro Pasquale is pretty good. I find it a little distracting how I can only hear the Mandalorian when he... Whenever he kind of breaks... I don't want to say breaks character, but when you forget i don't know it's like i would forget it was him for a second and then i hear the mandalorian but other than that i think it i think i like zombie stuff i'm not tired of it contrary to what we've said before i think like i don't know on seeing a show a new zombie show i'm not bored with it i'm into it yes
2: i will agree this is the show that's based on that popular video game that everyone has played it says it's the best video game ever i'm not a, i never had playstation so i never played it what's it called the last of us
1: the video game as well mm-hmm. okay
2: and uh this is i'm a little tired of like apocalyptic stuff and like you know yeah. uh what's the word for you know like the world's over we're trying to rebuild type stuff it's, right i, I know like what you're
1: saying i don't know the word either but
2: i'm gonna think of it later and get so mad that I didn't i've think said of it this here in this moment but... to my
1: wife many times I don't understand everybody's will to live in these situations. Mm. There's no opportunity to buy things. There's no opportunity to better yourself emotionally, professionally, physically. Mm. Like, I guess you can still work out. That's really all there's left. And and I guess have sex with smelly people, but like, that's Mm. all that's left. I'd kill myself like hour two. This this isn't going to end. Okay. I'm going to take my own life. You guys, good luck with like being dirty and sleeping in a fucking abandoned Home Depot. I'm not doing any of that.
2: See, this is a good take. And I think there should be a character like you on a show like this being like, why are we even trying to do this? Did you see that like mushroom headed zombie monster that's chasing (laughs) us? Like you want to hang out around here? Yeah, I'm crazy. But yeah, this uh, I am enjoying the show, Mm. even though it was just the pilot. It's an hour and a half long uh, premiere. And uh, I got to say, it kind of hooked me.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm in.
2: It's fun when you watch a pilot and you can like zero in on the moment where you're like okay i think i like this show when he's talking to his daughter early on and like gives her that gift and she's like oh you're lame and he's like yeah i'm lame i was like fuck, this is working i get it it's mm. uh you know it's very like real and believable for was, this
1: one i was kind of in sight unseen because i was just like i don't there's not enough like gritty shows that go to the big networks like A Hulu or a Hulu, ah, HBO show like this right now. Like, I was like, this is perfect. Mm. Exactly what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, it, um, it's fun. I'm gonna keep watching. It works,
1: yeah. I think it's exciting. Um, I think a little, I don't know, the Bella Ramsey stuff with her handcuffed to a radiator, or I'm sorry, I believe Bella Ramsey is a they now. So they, a word? Yo. I don't know. I I think this will be a solid one. Mm. I enjoyed this. Yeah,
2: this is good. It's and, a Sunday uh, show. Yeah, HBO Sundays. They're trying mm. to bring them back slowly but surely.
1: It used to be the best day of the week back in you know <laughs> two thousand seven. They owned Sundays for like fifteen years, and then
2: they just shit it all down the drain by having a series of. Awful, forgettable shows.
1: We didn't even talk about the fact that in 2007, the last episode of The Sopranos aired. Oh. Like, yeah, what something. a year for media. Yeah. and, and like, I bet you if we looked up the music, there's some hits, too. I saw online today, yeah,
2: like Breaking Bad started 15 years ago today. Isn't time weird, folks? But uh, And speaking of time being weird, the new Netflix series That 90s Show premiered oh, no. the other day. Fans might remember, I prophesized this show with a tweet, maybe eight years ago at this point, saying they should make this, they should make that 90s show. It would line up time-wise and be a fun new angle, and now they finally did it. It happened. It's real. You can watch it on Netflix. The show focuses on Red and Kitty Foreman reprising their roles from that 70s show, and... I was pretty charmed by the first few scenes where they like front load it. They have, they give Mm. you all the cameos up top and then they leave you with like the boring new cast of young people who aren't very good Mm. and kind of resemble like a Disney channel (laughs) level of like acting and camaraderie. But like when it's red and kitty and then they bring back Topher grace and uh, Donna for a big crowd pop for that. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd being me, sitting in my living room going like,
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're back.
2: They also got a friend of the show, Ashton Kutcher, and uh, Mila Kunis to reprise their roles in a blink and you missed it cameo Mm. that they probably got paid $2 million for.
1: Ashton Kutcher just on a mountain of tech startup dough. Like, yeah, I'll I'll do the role for three million dollars and they're like ashton do you even need the money no not at all
2: i only act when something important comes up like the new bj novak vehicle
1: Mm. (laughs) i I actually actually loved that one yeah Yeah. how about um what's that movie where he's laying by the pool and he's Like a male gigolo. Spread. There it is. I like that one, too, actually. Fuck. It's not bad. It's a CG flick.
2: Him and Anne Heche have (laughs)
1: some pretty good chemistry. Anne Heche. How's she doing? What's her next vehicle? (laughs) She's spread across that tree right now.
2: They're going to cast her as the lead in that uh, O.O. show. That Ots show.
1: (laughs) I had a pretty good Anne Haish line, and I fucked it up by saying tree instead of house. She drove into a house, Ryan, not a tree. Not letting that go.
2: Sam, fix it in post, and it'll kill.
1: Yeah, swoop that back. Pull it. Yep, I love it.
2: But this show, that 90s show, they're doing like a... They're trying to have their cake and eat it too, split the difference. They're trying to like be a for the new generation and be for adults like us who watched that 70s show when they were younger and it was on TV. But by trying to like split the difference, it just ends up being
1: for nobody and it's kind of that's a really good take and i can fucking hear the boardroom where they figured this show out yeah it's well, we're going to do the 90s show but you know we're going to get it like a bunch of woke bullshit to make the young kids get on board
2: there there's a lot of that unfortunately which netflix originals seem to require mm.
1: for some reason but it's yeah, problematic like, otherwise sure
2: yeah like the tone of this thing is just yeah, all over tone? the place like when they had the old cast, I was like, "Oh, this is fun and charming," and they had some uh, some stuff going on. Because like, to- <laughs> exactly like Kurtwood Smith, he's still got it. He's fucking killing it as uh, Red you know, Foreman, the dad with a heart of gold, who's annoyed by everybody but secretly loves it. It's it's a good angle, and now he's like the grandfather. He's watching Eric's kids, Eric and Donna's kids. They're hanging out, going through the same motions. I do feel compelled to mention they... Remember on the old show, they would have scenes where they smoke pot in the basement Mm. and the the camera goes around the table Mm. in like 360. They obviously do that again, but they did it in this way where like, they like fucked it up and had to use CGI in between like... Oh no. Like, watch the first episode just to see this, if nothing else. I can't believe how much they fucked up the simplest shot in the world where you literally just have to you know go around the table do a panning shot like in any Wes Anderson movie
1: you could literally put a, a dolly on the table yeah. and just turn it exactly using almost any remote control device on the planet
2: i was sitting there watching it like how did they even fuck this up
1: this much what did they do mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to watch it i'll probably watch all of it i watch everything eventually we're actually um I'm six
2: episodes in. I'm yeah. gonna finish it, and I'm gonna enjoy. It. I'm actually like enjoying it, even though I'm
1: sounding very negative and complaining about almost every aspect of it. I'm enjoying watching it. <laughs> I've always liked Topher Grace. Yeah, I get a I think he's self-aware. I think he gets what he is and what it, like what like how much of a fucking home run '70s show was for mm. him, in the sense that everything else he's ever done is kind of nothing except yeah. for
2: his cameos as himself in the Oceans trilogy which are Mm. inspired cameos. Isn't he in one of
1: the Spider-Man movies too?
2: Um, Oh yeah, he plays Venom in Spider-Man 3. Weird. Yeah, he's not great as the character. Tom Hardy's slightly better.
1: Uh, Oh, That's that 90s show now on Netflix. You know what I just started too? Also, just one last thing.
2: I think I'm actually disappointed by the lack of 90s references. I expect when I turned it on to be like, like, whoa, look at this. These devil sticks. Red, why are these? Like, I, th- I think it needs more of that. They're well, almost was, not even touching that aspect. It was aspect written by people
1: it. probably born in the 90s. So they don't know anything because they were three years old when devil sticks existed. Also, they bring back uh, Fez, who's portrayed by. Wilmer Valderrama, who Thank was you.
2: definitely canceled for being a huge creep. But he wasn't canceled as much as Danny Masterson, so they still invited him back, and he's back.
1: Right, like he raped girls, but like not not so bad. So like he he's okay. But Mm. we'll put this rapist in the fucking doghouse for now, and then Danny Masterson will get a fucking chance at the end of the season.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah, the Fez's whole thing—they bring him back. He's like a hairdresser. He's basically like the Zohan that Adam Sandler character. But is he still
1: leaning into being foreign? Yeah, he's still doing the voice, the
2: whole thing. Okay. And he actually got a couple laughs out of me, regrettably. Wow. I know, it's kind of fucked That's up. That's a wow. Sam, edit that out. Never. <laughs> All and right. And, yeah, I also, I'll be quick, I checked out uh, a Peacock original movie called Sick. Mm. And it was kind of sick, quite frankly. <laughs> it's a horror movie. It's from Kevin Williamson, who wrote yeah. the original <laughs> Scream movie. And... It's a covid movie which is annoying but Ugh. despite that I enjoyed this. And mm. I found like a cool angle to do a covid horror movie in. I won't give away what they do but this is a pretty solid movie. If you got Peacock, it's got some uh some good kills, some good thrills. Very well directed also, like a very visceral, like gritty movie.
1: It's I, on Peacock. Yes. Okay. I
2: enjoyed this. Like brisk hour 20, get in, get out. If you're looking for a horror movie, I recommend Sick on Peacock. All right, I'm sold. And that, what else? Did you watch anything else this
1: week? You're on our season two. Ooh, is that anything? It's actually great, yeah. Fuck. I'm going to go watch the second episode right now. Is, uh, it's on Showtime. Is it all gritty? It's, they pick up where they left off, and Brian Cranston is in jail.
2: So yeah, he, in he season like, one, he's a judge. Mm-hmm. And then his son is involved in a hit and run. He like hits someone who's the son of a mob boss. Yeah, played then, by
1: Michael Stuhlberg. It's got pretty much all the stuff that I need. There's a pretty meaty Chet Hanks role in the first season. He does not come back yet. I'm holding my breath that he will. Thank you. I don't. It's hard to talk about, Your Honor, to people who haven't seen it without spoiling so I'm not gonna, mm. but I don't know. I think this season so far is solid and I think it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. I think Bryan Cranston's phenomenal. And this is a show that like, I think a lot of times this happens with a mini series where it's eight or 10 episodes and that's supposed to be it. This is the 11th, actually it was 10, because this, this is the 11th episode. Mm. I'm thinking it's gonna get real crazy. Is the feeling I got from that first one because, like, they had they're off book now, so they're just gonna. I think they're gonna do like a whole gang war between like the kid they framed for the killing, who the mob boss's son killed, and like Mm. so now the like gangsters and the black gangsters hate each other. A word. Oh yeah, it's gonna get nice and racist. (laughs) Can't wait. Like all the great shows do. As long as the racism starts, then Hank is invested.
2: I mean, I liked season one. I kind of forgot about it and I'm surprised that it's back with season two but I'm intrigued I might check this out oh how
1: you Hank. doing there hoops oh it's
2: Hank how are you bud
1: hi partner
2: Hank don't be all wacky now and start saying anything too fucked up
1: now Uh-oh. the colored fella on this show wow I'm actually a fan of his wow is that and right and I think I, I hope that he is the one who comes out ahead okay I do not wish anything bad to happen to him whatsoever.
2: Wow. So you want to see him succeed over Bryan Cranston, the white star of this ha- Hand
1: me some of that weed. Oh, okay. I'm a weed guy now.
2: Okay, Hank, I'll give you a splash. You you oh
1: my god. Hank's high on I'm, I'm high on the show. <laughs> Hank, are you... Can you handle this? I don't know what is happening to my body. <laughs>
2: I, I, I do. feel
0: pretty high, Scott. I don't know,
1: I don't know what
2: to do. I oh, know. Hank's in a K-hole. <laughs> and he's all fucked up. <laughs> Hank, did you see uh, Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker on Netflix, their new documentary?
0: I'm still so high, I can't even concentrate, Scott. I feel like I'm not really
2: contributing much to the show. Frank, I, I didn't understand any of that, and I don't think the fans will be able to hear it, but... <laughs> All right. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to agree with whatever he said there.
1: I have, I've still been too afraid to use the new board. Mm. It's still sitting up there on the windowsill because I'm like, this is complicated enough as it is with the amount of shit to do. But I got to do it. I got to set the new one up because the new one has vocal effects. Like, for example, what was happening with the vocal processor there, it was picking up the audio from that speaker. And distorting the audio of the music. Whereas oh, this one, it'll be coming directly from the processor, I think, as not, it's not gonna be just out of the mic as much. So it will be less feedback and it'll just sound for stuff like that. It'll just sound better. It's okay. also worked directly into the interface without having to go through the processor, which is cool oh word so we need sammy in studio to hold my hand like a small child when i break that thing out for the maiden voyage i'm just like do i do it on like episode 200 and botch the most important episode we've done
2: yes that'll be a anyway
1: you're on season two it's gonna be solid um
2: and yeah hatchet wielding hitchhiker netflix documentary with a great title Mm. unfortunately the actual documentary is boring bad and left almost no impression on
1: me whatsoever i i was kind of not interested based on the title
2: i mean it kind of got me i was like oh is this and it was like number one the day i turned it on that that top 10 really works on me yeah it it means nothing and it's probably just like what they want you to watch it it works a top 10 all the other streamers do it now too so they must people must be responding to it
1: yeah i think everybody's just kind of biting netflix's style
2: but yeah i watched it with friend of the show sarah it didn't do anything for either of us no one enjoyed it avoid that documentary Mm. i would say like most netflix documentaries they're all overlong and uninspired for the a, most part.
1: Yeah, like a couple of them are good, but they have a lot of duds. Mm. The the kill to death ratio is not even enough.
2: Especially lately. They haven't had like a killer doc that mm. people were into in like years at this point. I'm over
0: here now.
1: I'm over here now. Um, that's all I watched. Oh, the new Andrew Santino special. It's like, I, I liked it. I thought it was funny. It's called Cheeseburger.
2: Like it's on Netflix. I thought it was very funny too. Mm. He had a bit about Jesus
1: that Made me lol. I had a couple lols, yeah. I laughed at him saying, uh, Andrew Santino fists his own ass or something like that. <laughs> he was yeah. talking about like how he puts his fingers in his asshole when he masturbates. Yeah, that, so was, that was a fun reveal.
2: That was inspired.
1: Uh, he's just a funny guy, very likable. I, I definitely enjoyed that one.
2: Yeah, cheeseburger on Netflix. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know, I think that might be enough. Is
1: that enough? I think that's enough.
2: I mean, next week, we're going to be seeing Infinity Pool, the new Brandon Cronenberg movie. We'll probably be talking about that next week on the program. And that movie Skinamarink, that hot new low-budget horror movie that is coming to Shudder and is now in theaters. We're probably going to sneak that in. And who knows what else? On next week's program as we zero in on our 200th episode.
1: Crazy, right?
2: I'm gonna remind you to send in any ideas or bits or what have you to enoughthepodcast at gmail.com or our Twitter account at podcast enough, our Instagram account, podcast, or enough the podcast. I'm on both of those platforms at skip seasoned. Ryan is on both of those platforms at
1: Ankner and at
2: egg underscore fit.
1: I'm looking the- at the Enough the Podcast email. Oh, where? The only email we've gotten since September is a junk mail about humidifiers.
2: Okay. Should we read that on air? That sounds kind I already hot. deleted it. Fuck.
1: <laughs> it was a deal on humidifiers from this Japanese company that I like.
2: Okay. I want to... Look into that deal. I'm intrigued, quite frankly. But I, I can forward enough. it to you out of my junk. Folks, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening, and we love you. That's enough.
1: we do. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. And thank you, Joan Ankner, for your very special phone call. And um next week. We have a lot coming, so get ready. It's gonna be the last episode before we are into the twos.
2: Oh. Buckle up folks, and have a goo. Have
1: a goo. episode one ninety
0: nine
1: is um we're starting it right now. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Have a goo one. Uh, what's happening hoops?
2: Hey team, uh, I don't How much like would it cost for you to roll anymore? through an entire
1: episode again right now? I don't I couldn't do it if you gave me like ten grand. I'd be like, nah, I'm going to bed. I'd do it for free. You do it for free? Yeah. That's the kind of guy you are. Have a great night. Have a goo.